You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall. And for the first time ever in the history of the Here's the Deal podcast, um, I am not joined by my co-host, Luke Chris. Uh, Luke, uh, in his many journeys in life, was around somebody who um, who tested positive for COVID-19. And being the great friend and uh, co-host that he is, he chose to kind of self-isolate uh, just to make sure that he... Uh, doesn't have any of the symptoms and is getting tested and all that kind of stuff. So um, he is not here, but we wanted to make sure that this this uh, interview continued on. We really value this and, and really value our guest today. And so um, we wanted to continue on. So we encourage your prayers for Luke as he is um, hopefully going to be COVID negative, um, but he also could be fakely positive. We're not entirely sure what the government's doing. Anyways, uh, but on today's episode, we are excited to have um, a guest that uh, for our local people um, here in the Birmingham area, uh, they love and uh, love and have, uh, at least in our student ministry, request every single year for anything that has to do with girls, um, and who is not just uh, an impactful person in our community, but in our family, uh, a good friend of my wife's. Uh, we have today in studio, which remember is always better, um, Ashley Gurley. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, um, I'm super glad that you are joining us on the podcast. And uh, why don't you tell us, because listen, we are a global brand now, as we have people in like Romania listening to us. Um, people may not know you. And so give us a little update. Give us a little bit of uh, information about who you are. Uh, do you have any children? Um, do I have any children? And uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do and kind of your, um, uh, kind of the many different things that you do in yeah. life. And so tell us yeah. a little bit. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I do. I love your wife. love your family. Um, your wife's one of my best friends. I love so. my wife too. <laughs> Um, she's an inspiration to me. But yes, I am a mom. Yeah. Um, I have a very unique story as to how I became a mama. Um, yeah. But before that, I was actually a girls minister. So yeah. um, my babies were all of my girls um, mm. at a local church here. Uh, and so anyways, after that season ended, um, I walked through a season of infertility, which led to the Lord um, saying yes to us pursuing adoption, which now I have my beautiful little Marshallese baby girl, Sadie Ann. Mm-hmm. She uh, is a spitting image of Moana. Yes, little For baby Moana. For those who Moana. don't know Marshallese people look like. But then uh, a week after we paired with Sadie's birth mother, I found out that I was pregnant. Mm. And we had struggled with infertility. And uh, it was crazy how God did that, but not shocking at all. Because yeah. he is he's really good he's at that kind so of stuff. good at doing that kind of stuff. And yeah. it brought him so much glory. So I'm just so thankful for it. And then fast forward... I guess it's two years, and uh, my husband and I found out we were unexpectedly expecting my little Elliot. So I have (laughs) three babies who are three and under. So it has been an absolute just... It's been a wild ride yeah, in yeah. my motherhood journey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so also, aren't you like, um, you also are the publicist for a country music singer too? Yeah, so God, I, I wear a lot of different hats, and yeah. it is absolutely insane where I, where he's taken me. I mean, since uh, stepping into motherhood, and um, I'm so honored to get to work from home, but we mm-hmm. just kind of made this role appear. The Lord has brought this uh, record label, mm-hmm. uh, Birmingham Entertainment is 
that he's brought them to me. And um, I've been working with social media for years now since becoming a mom. It's just been a yeah. really, I enjoy like the creative side, the graphic design side. Um, I enjoy the marketing, that, that part of it. But yeah, I uh, am a publicist to a country artist named Josh Kenny. He's just now getting off the ground, but he's signed. He's got a, an album out, or um, I'm sorry, not an album, a song out that's been playing on Radio Disney now for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. he's going yeah. to record a music video this week. I mean, yeah. it's pretty pretty big stuff. He's getting there. So. Yeah, that's huge. It's uh, fun. And and um, you have, like, a Facebook mama group. I do. Yeah. I do. So there's lots of things transpiring with that, and I'll get into that a little bit later, but Flourish is what came out of um, girls ministry for me, this yeah. ministry called Flourish. And um, it was actually a website. I love to write. That's a huge mm-hmm. part of my creative side. That's just, I love that. And I've been writing ever since I was a little girl journaling. I mean, going through bucketfuls of journals from when yeah. I was little, but anyways, fast forward to now. And um, that Flourish ministry has transpired into a mom's group on Facebook that has really kind of taken off and become my baby. Um, yeah. Another another one of my babies. Yeah. So we've got a new website in the works for that. Yeah. I'm um, staying up way late, way later than my babies uh, yeah. to, to get this That's done. That's mom life, though. That's mom life. I'm going to get anything done. I bring coffee at 10 o'clock at night, yes. and, and I'm pulling out the laptop. So yes. it's going to eventually uh, launch, and I'm excited for my mom's talking about from infertility to adoption to – the hard parts of being a mom to even girls and what they struggle with and yeah. all the awkward things. Yeah. I'm super into the awkward things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I got you. No, like, and I, I love when people go, well, that's awkward, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, it needs to be things that need to be talked about. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's normally the awkward things that we don't talk about that, are the things that most need to be talked about. Yeah. So I'm just real interested in breaking the silence. Oh, like I yeah. don't like, especially when moms, infertility really opened my eyes to that. When I walked through infertility, I, one thing, one calling on my life, I truly have felt like is to be vulnerable, just yeah. to be vulnerable with, with the things that God allows me to go through yeah. the doors that he opens, no matter how hard he wants me to share. So I'm, I've been more vocal than most on social media platforms yeah. for that purpose of connecting yeah. and it connects me. And, yeah. um, so anyways, yeah, the website is, is all about all of the hard things. So yeah. that's cool. Um, and, uh, Ashley, I know, um, one of the, one of the reasons and especially in bringing you in is because, um, uh, I know just because of my connection with my wife that the Lord, even in the last year or maybe even specifically the last uh, five months is just is is doing a work, and it's that very vulnerability of hey, this is what the Lord's doing, and the vocalness of hey, this is what the Lord's doing, um, that uh, that's really intriguing, and I think very beneficial, especially for our listeners. And so, uh, over the last like year or five months or however long we've been in COVID and all this kind of stuff going on, and with the craziness of the world, um, what is it that the Lord may be calling you into? Because I know you're very sensitive to the to the calling of the Lord, and so what is the Lord calling you into or showing? you during this time? Well, I was telling you earlier, just the word calling, I, I so hesitate to even use that because I feel like it's such a Sunday school, like, yeah. what's your calling? What's your calling? What's yeah. God? What you, what's my calling? Yeah. What are you called to? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and don't get me wrong. This is a very valid, he does call us. He calls yeah. us out. He called Abraham out. He yeah. called Sarah to have a baby and she was almost a hundred. I mean, what the heck's up with that? You yeah. know, like the calling's real. Adoption was a calling for me, mm-hmm. girls ministry, all the things, being a mother, yeah. a wife, but in this in this new way of life right now, yeah. um, I want to call it the new normal. Yeah. Um, in fact, today I, I've kind of titled like "What's on my heart?" The no new normal. Like yeah. there's no no more normal at all. I yeah. feel like um, my husband. We were driving to church this past Sunday, and church looks very different. I take yes. my kids with me, which is 
bizarre. I mean, we've come a we have come a long way from that first time that we, they let us back into church. Let me yeah. tell you, they'll sit there. Now we have to bring our iPhones. We're those parents that like you got it. If you, we get if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna have to have the YouTube kids out. Yes, it's gonna exactly. have to be there. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. So he looked at me, and we were getting ready. We had our mask or whatever, and he just like Ashley. I don't think that this is. I don't, I don't know that we're ever going to get back to the way that things were. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. And he looked, he was so serious. He had, and we've both felt that. Yeah. We've both felt that, and we've both talked about that. But um, it's a scary thing to there, think there's that. There's definitely a tension. There is. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's very prevalent among Christians now. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, there is there is beginning to be, like, this divide. And mm-hmm. I'm even noticing it among people in my life. Like, I, just this divide between, okay, I... This new normal is like I'm I'm committed to Jesus or I'm really just not. You yeah. know, it's like so black and white to yeah. me now. It's it's growing that way. Well, I think I think COVID took away the gray. I they, think it I did. think I think um uh and I and I've said this before on podcasts and I'm, and I'm pretty sure everybody gets tired of me saying it, but um for many people when it came to COVID nineteen um it has weeded out the lukewarm people uh, mm. a lot that who, mm-hmm. who will just go, oh, I didn't know I didn't have to go to church. Now I don't have to. And if I want to, I'll just tune in online. Uh, but they they probably will never come back to church again. And I've, I've kind of said this, that um, for some people, whenever they got out of church and when everything shut down, they were shook at first, mm-hmm. but they've kind of regathered and they've kind of really taken hold of Christ and, and self-feeders. And, but for some people their walk with the Lord was shattered yeah. because it was only existent when the doors were open. And, well, and so, it's so yeah. weird because it's like, there's this line. It's this, it's this imaginary line. And you're like, where is the line between, okay, let's protect ourselves from getting COVID versus, okay, <laughs> like people in China are dying for their faith, like yeah. in underground churches, yes. like they're meet, they're risking their lives every time they meet for church. Like, yeah. I, and I, have been for, for ha- decades risking their lives. Like, yeah. p- hello. Is yeah. this thing on like, their lives, you yeah. know? And so it's, it's, but then people hear, hear you say something like that. And they're like, well, how insensitive, like pe- COVID is real. And I'm not in denial of COVID. My yeah. husband's a healthcare worker. He comes home every day, yeah. goes straight to the, to the um, shower, washes, like takes his uniform off in the back. Like I get it, you yeah. know, um, it's a real thing. It's really happening, but it's like, at what point, I mean, I've heard people talk about how their churches aren't going to open until after Christmas. I know. I know. And so they're like the, we're not like bodies of believers aren't meeting. Yeah. I just think that we are in a, we are, we are in a new way of life. Yeah. And I feel like COVID's not going anywhere. It's not. Yeah. And then you hear, and I'm not going to get into all of this too, too deeply, but like, then you hear all of the things about the sex trafficking with mm-hmm. kids and, and, um, the things behind Disney and the things behind all Wayfair and, Wayfair all, yeah. and the black lives matter. And then the underlying things with that. And then, you know, like learning and educating your, and all of these things, it's just, what do you do? It's been the, a crazy five months. I mean, nuts. Like it was just, it was okay when we just had a virus. But yeah, now I'm okay we, with a virus. It, I'm, yeah, because we can, we can get time on but but, the rioting and the protesting and and then and then Wayfair and then and then sex trafficking and then Epstein and now Epstein's girl and then I, it's just all the things. And then you, you hear about, you just hear so much, and you're like, what do you believe? And Instagram has been 
a tool of the enemy in that in that yeah. sense for me because I've gone down rabbit hole after rabbit yeah. hole and my husband's like forbidding it. <laughs> yeah, he's I, like, you are not sleeping at night, Ashley. You've got to stop. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you don't yeah. know what to believe. I mean, you can you can find all of these things from people that people are you know from what people have shared, but it's like like you said, fake news, real news. Who knows? Yeah, and and you have no earthly idea because you can look at two even reputable uh, news sources and see different stories and, and yeah. de- see different perspectives on the same story. And I, I, I get it. I, I don't know. I don't but know. with all of that, I feel like that is where um, this whole calling thing, yeah. where the Lord has, it's been such a beautiful thing right in the smack dab middle of chaos because God has refocused his church. Mm-hmm. I truly feel like yeah. that. And and I feel like um, there is a, a great divide between the church. I feel like you have people who... Um, you know, are, are still, I mean, because you think about it, when we went on, sh- when we went into shutdown, into quarantine, like everybody and their brother went to Lowe's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and I did. love Lowe's. I strolled through Lowe's the other day by myself and it was glorious. Yes, like I love, I love it. Lowe's. Yeah. It's, it's my playground. I love it. But I feel like there's so many distractions and, and the world has just with this hitting us, you know, rather than turning our eyes towards um, scripture and revelations, and there's so much talk now about the end times too, yeah. which yeah. will give you chills if you really stop to think about it. Yeah, you know, it's it's just, what am I being distracted with? Like, am I using this time wisely? And better yet, do I really believe that the Lord is coming back, that He yeah. is returning? You know, I mean, there's been so many different things we've had disease and wars and rumors of wars and tornadoes all not just now but yeah. it I mean scripture Paul was like the last days are here like they're yeah. near yeah. so it also says in scripture too that people will say hey get ready like he is almost here and people will say yeah you've been saying that for years yeah. you know and just continue on with their way so I'm at that place hmm. where I'm like am I going to just continue on with my way here and just coast and and halfway do things for the Lord or am I going to sell myself out for Christ like am I truly and that again sounds like Sunday school you know yeah yeah. but he's just he's doing such a work in the area of my calling with that yeah Uh, you know I I I think you are are one of many of us who sadly it took a global pandemic and watching a man be murdered on live tv to make him get our attention a little bit going hey listen what are you focusing on? Like, right. what is it that your treasure is? Like, what is it that I'm going to come back at a moment? You've right. got to be, you've got to be prepared. Like, I'm going to come back. And I, I think even in my own life personally, that's been the case for me too, is going at any moment he could come back. And what am I, like, what am I giving my time to? What am I giving my attention to? Um, and especially in the middle of all this uh, pandemic stuff and the fear of disease or, yeah. or whatever. It, it reminds me of, um, I think it was John Calvin or um, or maybe Martin Luther uh, that during the Black Plague, it may have been both, during the Black Plague um, where everybody was shut down, millions of people all over the world had been dying and and they were going, why are you out? Like, why are you going about? Why are you still doing ministry? And he said, if I get if I get the black plague, let it find me doing the things the Lord has called me to do. Right. It, the same way as if the Lord's going to come back, if it's going right. to find me, let it find me being faithful. Right. And, and I feel like that's kind of the, the sentiment right now is. Yeah. Is yeah, absolutely. I, I just feel like there's so many things, you know, I've thought, I've thought here recently, you know, with all the things that I'm doing now, I will say, 
I'm a huge Dave Ramsey like guru. I, I I'm you the, and Dave. Are I friends. am the weirdo. I'm the gazelle intense. Like you're, if you want to talk to me about Dave Ramsey, like let's really hash it out because yeah. I can't talk to many people about it because you, I'm just. Do you the, have the envelopes? No. Okay. Don't have the envelopes. Okay. okay. Whoa. I was just. I was just. Don't coming have at the that. envelopes okay. now. Maybe I'm not that gazelle intense. Um. But I do. We've paid off over twenty thousand dollars of debt in less than a year. Uh, if you only knew how much we made, you would laugh. Like yeah. I don't even know. God, I don't know because yeah. we don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Um. But God has provided. Like we have literally lived like nobody else. And I only say this to say, um, there's a lot of things that I am pursuing. Yeah. Like I'm pursuing the debt free. I'm pursuing the things. I'm pursuing like. We just got our home appraised. We found yeah. out, you know, that if we do A, B, and C to the house, it'll up the value of the house. And so yeah. we're, like, super interested in that. I mean, there are a lot of, like, worldly things that, yeah. I mean, we're in the world. Yeah. So there are lives and business and, and my job and, and all the things. Like, some of those things are still going to go on until yeah. the Lord comes back. And they're not inherently evil. No, so, no absolutely no. not. And that's, you know, that's a lot of the dis- things that I've found myself distracted with are not evil at all. Yeah. You know, they're great things. They, they're good things that... Uh, and, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if... If I look at this whole pandemic, if I look at all of this, you know, from the aspect of if Jesus were to return at any minute, if he were to return right now, like, would I be sad? Yeah. Is that not messed up? Like, yeah. would I truly, would I be sad? Like, because I've, I've got a beach trip planned in a few weeks. Yeah. You know, like there are things that I'm, I, I think he's just really sifting my heart. And none of these things, like going to the beaches with my family is going to be the, hey, yeah, we're holla. Leave, hey, we're leaving tomorrow. So. No, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm so excited. man. Hope well, I have to live vicariously week. through your pictures, so yes. please post. Yeah. You know, but we've, and that's also, side note, not a Dave, not, Dave would not be on the train with that. Yeah. But we, um, anyways, that's a long story. But regardless, you know, he is just really, he's, he's really asking me the hard question of, Ashley, if you were to stand before me today with all the things that you're pursuing right now, your mind's going night to nothing. I mean, for the love, Ashley, you're looking on Facebook Marketplace for kitchen cabinets. Like, what is happening? Like, you know, and, and again, you got to shop, you got to do life, right? Mm-hmm. But am I doing things, like, what am I doing that's not going to just be burned up at, at judgment? Like, when I'm yeah. standing there before the Lord and he's like, what have you done for me? Like, that's lasted an eternity, you know? Yeah. I want I want to use my time well. He's yeah. gifted every single one of us with something. Yeah. He's put a passion on our hearts. And I think a lot of times we don't know what our calling is because we're so distracted yeah. with nothing. Distracted yeah. with Instagram and things that are social media or whatever it is, like fake news, rabbit yeah. holes, all the things. Yeah. We're in a very distraction-filled culture, and yeah. uh, anything is grasping at our attention. Um, I was, you know, we were talking to students, especially when this thing happened, and you know, it was always, oh, well, I, it's hard for me to walk with Jesus because I got school and I got a busy schedule, right? And then all of a sudden, COVID hits, and your school and busy schedule are gone. But now you're just trying to find. Well, I'm, I, it's hard because. I've cleaned my room eight times. Like we just, <laughs> it's 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 just in our flesh. That's, there's yeah. there's a thing that we're gonna. When there's not even a distraction, we are really good at creating distractions yeah. to keep us away from the Lord. Right. And so I, I totally get it. I yeah. totally get that, yeah. that, that. I mean, happened. like you can only go to Hobby Lobby so many times before you're like, okay, this is not filling and I've, me. I've looked, I've looked at everything. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like the, if I put one more gather sign in my home, exactly. my husband is going to lose his mind. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's been so good. Like, and of all the things, I feel like there's so many Christians that are hopeless, like, 
and which is so weird because Jesus is our hope. We, we should yeah. not be hopeless in, in this madness, you know. Yeah. But so many people are because they are so distracted yeah. with with the things that don't really matter. Yeah, you know. And and they always say that their hope is in Christ, and I think this is just. I think this is just another layer of going. Is it really? Yeah. Like, like yeah. My hope is uh, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Really, is it? Yeah. Because it seems like you're pretty hopeless right now, and just because of the bad news. Yeah. Like just because of uh, a disease that or a virus that you may not be able to go back to school or. And so I think this is really strengthening and really the Lord's kind of saying um, the level in which you are in relationship with me. You're scratching the surface. There's the depth that that comes with that. Yeah, I I totally agree. And that's where I'm at is the calling. You know, I feel like, first of all, I feel like he's calling me to eliminate the distractions. So I'm actually in the process of, so when I adopted Sadie, uh, when me and my husband adopted Sadie, I don't know what happened. It was actually right before I was very, we had just adopted her. I was very pregnant with Todd, my son. And uh, I, I mean, I was ready to pop. And I had posted a picture, like I think I had, a thousand, maybe 1200 followers, local, nothing, you know, just, you know, my, my friends and girls ministry, whatever, most of them were like 16 and under, (laughs) you know, all the girls. So anyways, when I don't know what happened, but overnight, somehow my Instagram went viral with the story that I guess I have. I mean, I didn't use hashtags, didn't do nothing. And it wasn't even, it wasn't a fancy picture. It was us at church. And so Anyways, I went from 1,200 to 12,000 overnight. Wow. And um, and I, I say that to say, like, God has used Instagram massively, yeah. you know, for his glory in my in my calling and in my life. And over the past, Sadie and Todd will be four in next month. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. But he is just refocusing me on, like, okay, you know, now is Instagram for me um, a distraction. Yeah. And as much as I'd like to say, yes, I'm so effective. Like I want to be effective for the kingdom there. Yeah. I know so many people who are, yeah. and that is their season. Yeah. But for me, I'm really asking Jesus, what is my season right now? Yeah. And and I'd rather do one thing excellent yeah. than a million things decent. Yeah. Uh, and I'm finding myself trying to do a million different ministry things, even mothering and wi- being a wife and over my family, just decent. Yeah. And I, I, he's called me to deeper commitment and I want to be more effective. And so I'm looking at deleting or just going inactive on my Instagram for a season of time to focus on my flourish mama's group, um, to see, to see where I can make the most impact. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the Lord's, I think that's a good thing. You know, I'm, I'm very black and white with most everything, either it's good or it's bad. And I really struggle with gray. Um, and so, you know, I, this is a good thing to reassess in different seasons of life where Instagram is a good tool. Absolutely. Like I think, I think the yeah. Lord, I think the Lord can even is even redeeming Instagram yeah. and through the lives of believers. Absolutely. But there are times where, yeah, that those things, those distractions are no longer good. And I'm so grateful that you can just cancel an Instagram or you can just simply um, uh, unsubscribe from uh, Netflix and those kinds of things. Sometimes there's a moment where you take and go, God, what are you calling me into? And what right. is it in my life that does not is not compatible with that calling and, right. and what do I need to give up? Well, and you talk about Netflix and that's another thing. Like I don't really struggle with the Netflix thing or yeah. like the watching all the shows. I have lots of friends who love, like they're real into different shows and different mm-hmm. things. And that might be your thing. And that's totally cool. That's just really not my thing is shows. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to do anything like watch a show or do something at nighttime, it's probably going to be read or do something nerdy. Like, yeah. um, like I just, <laughs> I don't know, work on a website or something yeah. or work or whatever. 
whatever, you know, but it could be Netflix for somebody. Like, I think the big picture here is, um, I'm going to read it out of Ephesians five. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And so I think I'm there. I think as Christians, as believers, we should all be there. Lord, use me. Mm-hmm. Lord, I, and I want not just to use me, but I want to be filled with your joy. Is mm-hmm. this is this life-giving or is this sucking the life out of me? Yeah. And Instagram had become that for me where I was trying so hard to be effective, but I was just feeling the life sucked out of me as I was trying and trying in a bunch of different areas, you know? Yeah. Um, and so for some of you, it might be, he, he's calling us to a deeper intimacy with him. And mm-hmm. that is his word. That is the commitment to his word, the commitment to knowing his word, to walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. He wants a pure heart and pure worship. And are we, are we so distracted with the world? I mean, let's be honest, half the junk we watch on Netflix, on TV yeah. is pure trash. Like it's, and I'm, I'm it not, really I'm not here to, you know, I, I just, there's not a lot of good stuff out there. Little, to little watch. House on the Prairie. <laughs> the, the, the time where it was just Little House on the Prairie is gone. Um, yeah, and so I get it. I get it. Completely. And to be honest, if that was our only option, I don't know that I'd take that either because I've yeah. never been a fan. You know, you never been a fan of Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Your wife would kill me if she knew that. The, well, uh, she she's listened to our podcast before, maybe, and so. Um, <laughs> You're you're not a fan of Little House on the Prairie. I'm just not, man. Is it boring? I can do I can do me some I Love Lucy. That's I'm I'm good with I Love Lucy. I can't. <laughs> Really? I can't do Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. I just can't. I learned how to build a house with my <laughs> bare hands with that show. Okay. Um, wow. Um, I know. All Learning right. so just, many new things about me. We just need me. to quit this podcast. Really um, and so, um, okay. So uh, this this whole time about being in the Word. So kind of tell me what has been like the evolution, maybe even over this time, of uh, the, you being in the Word. What does that look like? And maybe as a lady, because we talked about and we just, as guys, talked about what our time with the Lord looks like and, yeah. and how we do that. But maybe like your evolution over this last few months of yeah. how do you, how's your time with the Lord grown? And even what is your process of getting alone with the Lord? What does yeah, that look like? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I told you I was a journaler. And so I've actually got my journal right beside me here. Yeah. Um, but I go through journals pretty quick. And um, with kids now, though, I mean, I used to could sit and write and write and write. I mean, I'd sit there for hours and just write, like, because that's just kind of my outlet. But, um, you know, my process now is I will sit in the Word. First of all, I sit with my journal, and I I say, hey, God. (laughs) Like, I mean, he is my closest friend, Mm -hmm. you know. So I talk to him, good morning, Lord. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I talk to him. I I thank him for the things, for getting up for my babies. Thank you, Lord. And then, um, you know, I'll go into, so what I'm doing right now is I started in January. And this is nuts how, okay, so this study that I'm doing is called Flourish. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not... I, it's not from my ministry. Is that, wait, is that it's, from Lifeway? Uh, it is from Passion City Church. Okay, with okay, Louis okay. Giglio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So my my local church actually, um, we just I'm discipling some women, um, a few women with this study called Flourish. You know, yeah. crazy. The yeah. same same name. But different ministries, and uh, basically, it's walking you through the Bible in a year, um, and mm. not not the whole Bible, but several books. It's very, very the high points. Yes, it's yeah. um, well, I've walked through Ephesians, Philippians. I'm in Philippians now. We've walked through several different Psalms, Ruth. Se- I mean, I've, we've read several books, and um, it's very, very easy. I'll sit, and it'll ask me a question a day, and mm-hmm. I, I'm in the same scripture. I'm in the same passages, whether it's 15 verses or whatnot, every week, like the same every day for a week. 
Oh, wow. And so I'm loving in my time because before I always felt so rushed. Like Mm -hmm. I need to read a chapter here and then tomorrow I need to read a chapter. Like I would never give myself time to just process the word. And so now I'll sit and I'll take a verse. And if I feel the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaking something so strongly to me through that, then I won't move on. Like I won't move forward. I will allow myself time to to get into my study notes or to look up a word meaning on, you know, whatever, definition.com, whatever, you know. And so um, I love the process of studying the word. I would highly recommend a study Bible to anybody listening to this. Uh, ESV in particular, but I'm not biased. We're also ESV people. Are you? Yes. Such a, oh man, this has been life changing for me. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's truly just my time with the word or with the Lord and and in the word, it's not anything fancy, but that, you know, if you're looking for a study to do some guidance, that flourish study for women. Yeah. And, and we're actually going to, and we're going to link that in the show notes so that, uh, those of you who are interested can check that out. And Ashley, um, when it, when it comes to, to reading the Word, uh, you found yourself in a season of more, almost, it seems like, more meditation of, mm-hmm. of instead of, uh, like we had recently some girls who read the entire Bible in 60 day, or 30 yeah, days. Yeah, you told me that. That's um, insane. This is more of a, let me, instead of looking at the surface at all, at the scripture as a whole, really your approach is to kind of get underneath mm-hmm. the little bit of scripture that you're going through at a time. I think that's really great. Um, now, are you a listener of scripture? Do you ever listen? You know, I do podcast, but yeah. I've never actually just sat and downloaded like the Bible to listen to while I'm doing dishes or whatnot. But well, yeah. Let me tell you something. Um, we actually, um, uh, we actually have. There's an app called Dwell, um, and it's uh, like a purpley pink app. And um, we we actually got involved with them. I got involved with them when they first started. And um, it's a Bible reading app that actually has reading plans, and they basically say that it's uh, based on how um, they used to do scripture before everybody could read. It was all uh, an oral uh, repetition of the scriptures, and so they go off that, and they have really great voices. Um, some people who have uh, like some great accents too, and it's really awesome. And they've got great music behind it. And so uh, it's called uh, Dwell App and it's on Apple and it's on uh, Android and all those different things. And actually, if you're a listener uh, of this podcast, you can actually go to dwellapp.io slash here's the deal. So that's dwellapp.io slash here's the deal. And there's links in all of our bios too. And it'll actually give you 33% off of your annual or lifetime subscription to the Dwell app. I listen to it all the time. I listened to it this morning, and I just listened to 10 psalms on my way to work just really loud in my truck. And uh, I think uh, I can't remember exactly who I had playing this morning. I think it may have been David. I'm not entirely sure, but he was reading, and it was just really powerful. And so, um, uh, That's cool. it, so listening to Scripture is good. Reading the Scripture is good. And I think what most people are asking um, – do you drink coffee during your time with? The, during, <laughs> Do I drink coffee during the your shade time? Shade of my teeth to tell you that. Well, listen, I'm telling you, as 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 I'm sitting here with a thermos, um, a huge. <laughs> Is thermos. that your coffee? Yeah, so I, I carry this one around, and then uh, for oh, those of man. you who don't know, I have one of those big giant green Stanley thermoses that um, that I carry all that's my coffee. Dedication yeah. to some coffee. No, I'm a huge coffee yeah. drinker. It's I probably need to kind of. Uh, step back a little bit well like, listen when we get when we get older we'll probably not be able to do this but as we are um, <laughs> our current ages we are able to do this a little bit better and so um, but so reading the word drinking some coffee oh, yeah, getting in yeah. meditating journaling yeah. is huge and so um, 
and and you mentioned revelation um yeah and so yeah. are you are you dabbling in that a little bit okay so um because of all of the things going on you know there's a, been a huge question among christians it's like yeah. this is the end times you yeah. know i saw a post answer all those questions right now right i need you to i, I need know, you to answer them with revelation just give us all the answers when's jesus coming I'm back so- <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's just so many people like ask those questions. Yeah. I, mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's I, I've been very, I have felt personally very pulled towards. I need to, I need to study this myself. Like, what does the word say? I'm yeah. tired of hearing what everybody else says. You know, I saw a picture yesterday on Facebook. Somebody posted of lightning. We just had a big storm the other oh, day. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's like, what is that verse? Um, you'll see lightning in the east, and then as quick as lightning came, so yeah. will the Son of Man be. You know, yes. or the Son of the Lord. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yes, just ready for it. I mean, I am. It's, it's, why is that? It's scary. Like, it's scary because yeah. it's unknown. Yeah. It's scary. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, my word. I mean, I think that we live our lives knowing, oh, yeah, he's coming back. He, woohoo, you know, but. Yeah. Like if if we were to know that he was truly coming back tomorrow, I think it would just shock the heck out of yeah. us. You know, and we do something, and, and it would be it would be we would be vastly different than what we were. Uh, we would um, if we actually truly lived in light of his second coming. I yeah. think things would be different. And so, yeah. Uh, but but I know that you've been even um, reading different books on this. Do you have, have any book yeah. recommendations on this? Absolutely. So um, you got you know um, with all the things going on. I mean, I think of the COVID. I think of the riots. I think of you know all of the things. Yeah. I have been so intrigued. By this book that I'm reading is called um oh my gosh signs of the time yeah right yeah something like that yeah David Jeremiah Dr. David Jeremiah Dr. David Jeremiah um I think it's I might have butchered that title but it's something about the signs of the times or whatnot yeah um anyways it's an incredible book I mean holy cow it's got it doesn't just explain revelations on the surface like I've learned so much about how the Islamic faith is going to be a part of the end times how the one world what the one world currency is going to look like and then you hear I mean man you hear about like the cashless society oh, how things man. are going towards cashless society and no coins no and coins no, coin I, shortage I know I mean all my coins you know like it 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 it, it seems as if there is uh, it if if you're a, a person of faith, and then you got this one bro in Kentucky. You see that pastor yeah, who made yeah, that, that had the that visions radically rocked. Like I couldn't, I didn't sleep for days. I know, I know. And so you have all these things of yeah of of is 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 he near? Yeah. Like is he is he coming? And so Revelation, you've been dabbling in it. And yeah, so. and I, I honestly feel like he. I feel like his return is so much sooner than we think. And I think, if anything, um, it's so important for Christians to understand what is happening. Um, Not just in America, people, but uh, in the world. And um, Scripture and Revelations unpacks all of it. Yeah. You know, but I've always read Revelations or attempted to, and I've walked away with my head hung low because it is so... Yeah, I mean the lampstands, all the, like, I mean, the bowls, like the, the bowls, bowls and the seals, like, yeah, <laughs> the millions of horns on people's heads. I, I mean, know. I just I know. like it seems so. All of it has seemed so far fetched to me. But David, Doctor David, uh, David Jeremiah, yeah. he just unpacks it so simply, yeah. you know, and yeah. talks about Babylon and how there will be like a renewed Babylon and how there will be a one world leader for this and for that and for this and how within a day it will crumble and like. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just nuts. Yeah. And so um, this book has really helped me. It's it's all a part of my calling. It's all a part of why I've had the shift in my heart to take yeah. things. Like, just to, it's time to get deeper. Like, yeah. it's time, you yeah. know? 
And that book is uh, The Book of Signs, ah. 31 Unden uh, Undeniable Prophecies of the Apocalypse. And that's by Dr. David Jeremiah. And we'll put a link in that in our show notes as well. And yeah. so uh, your calling of um, to get rid of distractions yeah. um, is in light of the fact that you've been reading and, and seeing and looking around going, at any moment, the Lord could come back. And it right. could still be 2,000 years, or it could be next Tuesday, you know? And so... Yeah, I think that people find comfort. And like when you said that, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'll take the 2,000 Yeah, years. I, I like that because you I know? can be the un, the, uh, the unfaithful servant who, who's right. not doing anything. For right. The, yeah. And I think that... I truly think that um, a lot of Christians have just, we've coasted, you know, yeah. and like we look forward. And again, these are not bad things. I mean, I love vacation. I yes. love, I love all the things. And for a mom, you know, I love the, seeing my babies grow. I yeah. love having dreams and visions over my life as the Lord's given. And I think, so like the, what do we do with knowing that, Hey, people <laughs> look at, look around you. Like this is not normal. Yeah. And, um, it's never been like this before ever, you yeah. know, where churches have shut down and like they're starting, I heard in California, they were trying to ban home churches, yeah. you know? So like, I, I think that we're looking at this from a perspective that's not persecution, yeah. but I feel like persecution is coming. Yeah. I feel like, um, and I think of anything that's pushed me to that book too, is like, yeah. I, I need to be close to Christ, yeah. like really close to Jesus, because I've heard, you've heard of like vaccines, you've heard of all the things like we're not, I mean, right. I, who knows, you yeah. know? Um, but I do know one thing and that's with, with where we are, I feel a massive calling to my family. Yeah. which is so bipolar or so polar opposite of yeah. what you would think, Oh, I need to go and impact everybody. Yeah. But it starts in your home. Yeah. And so I've, I've zoned in on my calling with my family, working on my marriage, my husband, my mm -hmm. children. Um, and then my intimacy with the Lord that starts in my home, you mm -hmm. know, and then the calling to a deeper intimacy with Christ, of course, and then a deeper commitment to people, yeah. to other people. Like I need to find my people. I need to impact. Um, yeah. I need to have relationships with people that are meaningful and be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, lots of things. And, and all those things, I think I think everything you're talking about, and even me, I'm, I'm preaching here in uh, this this Sunday, and and um, one of the things that I'm talking about is Matthew 24, mm. which the question was asked by the disciples: When is your kingdom going to come, and when are you? When is the end of the age? Mm. So this is not a question that you and I just thought about in 2020. This has been uh, forever. Um, and and what happens is is that Jesus walks them through the list, and and you just mentioned some of the things on the list, and he says um, that you will hear of wars and rumors rumors of wars, mm. um, for nations will rise against nation and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there will be famines and earthquakes um, in various places. And it says they will deliver you up to the tribulation, put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And so we're seeing that, and, and many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and lead many astray, Joel Steen. I don't know why it has that in here. <laughs> um, and then, and it oh, says, and, and because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Yeah. And we're living in that. Yeah. And, and like, we're, we're seeing a lot of that happen. And if this is just the birth pains of that, and this is just the beginning, I can't, I, I think that you and I will begin to see um, this 10 times whatever we're experiencing right now, and then the Lord will come. And so yeah. he's, He's doing this, but I think what the Lord's doing in you and the Lord's been been showing me and my family is that um, this is not a time for us to hunker down in our bunkers and get mm -hmm. and just wait for the Lord to come. Because I love what He says in Matthew twenty four fourteen. 
He goes through all these different things that you and I can't control, yeah. right? He can't, we can't control any of this. And then in verse 14, he says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. Then the end will come. Right. And I just, I think that at this moment where there's pressure and there's dysfunction and hopelessness, I think more so than ever before, and this is what the Lord's really stirring in me, is that we have to be gospel-centric. Like yeah. we have to be, if anything right now, yeah. the Lord is taking away the distractions, right. freeing our minds to be fully in love with Him, to make much of Him, and ultimately to bring the gospel to right. The nations. And let's not forget that we win. Yeah. You know? I like, we win. Yeah. I love the old uh, uh, Southern Gospel hymn that says, I read the back of the book, and we win. And <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah, we, we win in the end. Yeah. Well, he wins in the right. end. And we just, as his people, get to be... Uh, I'm just hearing all the things that you're saying, and I'm like, that, you know, I, I feel... So I had a conversation the other day with somebody um, um, about the end times, and um, there was a comment made in the conversation about how... Persecution won't come to to the United States before he comes before he comes back, yeah. and I was like, "What?" I'm like, "There's persecution happening all over the world right now. Like, why are we any better yeah. than those people? Yeah. You know, and like those people are dying for their faith. And I'm not just yeah. talking about like instant. I mean, you know, like they're being tortured and all the things like horrible things. And yeah. as mom, so I'm gonna focus in on the mom here inside of me, like. Uh, I think about my children. You know, yeah. I think about all the things. My mind, this is a, this is the issue with me, is yeah. my mind works 90 to nothing on the what ifs. Oh, yeah. And like, I cannot, you cannot do that. Like, no. we cannot focus on the what ifs of what's what could possibly happen, what yeah. could possibly come. All I can focus on is right now my love for Christ. Like, if that does come, see, here I am talking about the what if. Yeah. If that does come, like, I want to be so confident in my walk with Jesus, like, and yeah. in the strength and the power that he has in me that I won't be shaken. You know, like regardless, like I will die for my faith. And I think that the great divide in the church is that persecution is slowly kind of coming. I don't know if you've heard about like the statues of Jesus being burned um, up in the north, I guess. I'm not sure what states those are. But yeah, like they're going into like burning churches. Like, I mean, it has become, it is turning to religion. Like it's turning to Christianity. And so if that is true and that's happening, like there will be a, a divide. You know, between people. And I feel like it's going to be the people who are just kind of coasting and, um, and, the opposite of people who who are truly faithful, faithful, and, yeah. and yeah. truly believe and like are truly in love with Jesus, and that such speaks volumes to me. Like I'm yeah. looking in the mirror here, saying, "Ashley, <laughs> yeah. like life as you knew it, you know." And regardless of whether COVID goes away or we go back to normal or whatever it yeah. is, like for me, I never want to go back to that. Yeah, to the coasting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I. And I and I agree. And I think I think the Lord I think the Lord is just being super intentional with all of this stuff. And I think He's getting our attention uh, for for a very specific reason. And I love this. Um, um, my great call. And I think at, at the very end of Revelation, um, you see that John uh, he 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 hears this word from the Lord. He says, "I am coming again soon." And then John says right after that, "Amen." Lord Jesus, come. And uh, this is the Maranatha method, message. It's this this declaration is that Jesus is coming. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that should be the declaration of our lives, especially to the lost and dying world, is that He is coming again. And yeah. uh, I don't think that we can go back. Now, we're not going to be perfect between now and then, but 
I don't think we can go back to the way we were pre-COVID. No. Um, I think I think he's made it made ourselves aware of darkness like never before. Right. Of yeah. of the mediocrity of the American church like never before. And I don't. I think uh, he's preparing us. I think yeah. he's preparing his bride for for something. I think that people would be shocked if they found if they realized like if they actually gave themselves fully to the Lord in yeah. the service of the Lord. Like if they truly honed in on their calling with the Lord and the giftings that they, yeah. and the passions that they have, you know, whether that be, um, you know, ministering to girls or whether that be ministering to mamas or youth mm-hmm. or, you know, to the people across the street, like find the calling and watch yeah. God overfill you with joy. Yeah. You know, like you, the net, you think the Netflix show is going to bring you joy. You think the scrolling, you think yeah. the affirmation from other people on Instagram is going to bring you joy. You wait. Because yeah. the true joy, like, he wants us to experience a deeper peace. I mean, think about Stephen when he was being stoned. Yeah. How much peace he had. Yeah. You know? Like, he sp- sat there and spoke and, and looked up into heaven, and, like, the heavens opened up and he saw Christ. I yeah. mean, he had had to have so much peace in that moment. So I feel like, you know, if that's headed our way, like, it's here. You know, in the middle of the not normal at all, we can have ridiculous peace. Yeah. And we can have so much joy knowing that we are doing exactly what God's called us to do. And until his return, no matter what happens, we're going to be faithful in that calling and commitment. Whether it's to your babies as a mama, whether it's to your wife as a husband, whether it's, you know, like, in the home and outside of the home. Yeah. 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 So I I think that's good. And I think the Lord's uh, been very kind. Now, there are some callings that are uh, very specific um, to us as individuals um, that that like Ashley's talking about going to um, serving in girls ministry or uh, serving with senior adults or uh, digging wells in Africa or giving up your life to go to the 1040 window where people do not know the name of Jesus and giving your life and your family to uh, making much of Jesus in a place that people don't know Um, but don't don't get confused with uni- uh, those personal calls with universal calls. Mm-hmm. You and I are all called to go and make disciples right, from the absolutely. neighborhood to the nations. Um, and so uh, being faithful where you're at. And um, I think the Lord's just re- re- reigniting that in His church. And I think our churches are going to be... Um, if when this is all when the dust settles, I think our churches are going to be smaller, yeah. And somehow, just like um, uh, the people who fought with Gideon, I think they're going to be stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. So they may be smaller, but they're going to be stronger. And so I agree, um, Ashley. Good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it. Anything else you got for us? No, just stay strong in your callings. Whether you're a mama listening, um, stay strong in the Lord. Yeah. And pursue Him like never before. Um, I promise, if you choose to eliminate distractions, you will not go without blessing. Yeah. Um, there is a be- blessing blessing after obedience so that's good well we appreciate you being on the show yeah thanks uh, for having me and and talking and and uh for you listeners man i want to encourage you um if if you're listening to this and and you've got questions reach out dm us on social media we'd love to help out and and try to answer any questions that you have but my encouragement here and if you can read the book of revelation if you can if you can look at what's happening right around you if you can look at what's happening uh, socially economically politically if you look around and go i don't know what's happening i don't know what to do um, even if you read the book of revelation i would encourage you that the the goal is this jesus is coming Make much of Jesus until he does. Let, if he comes back tomorrow, let him find you being faithful, making much of him, uh, making his name famous, being faithful to love and to be graceful uh, with all the people that we come in contact with who do not know him. So I encourage you, share the gospel, make much of Jesus, and in the meantime, dig 
into his word. He will call you deeper. He will take you deeper. And I'm telling you, there's no other way to be. Um, Remember, we are always so grateful for you listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. And we want to make sure uh, that uh, we continue to produce quality content and and have quality guests just like Ashley. And so we encourage you to share this with somebody else. Share this with a friend uh, who may uh, be struggling with hopelessness and nervousness during this time. And we will, I promise, uh, I promise, make it through. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Here's the deal.